I'm Aaron Schachter. This is The World. The turmoil of the Arab Spring has brought great changes to many countries in the Middle East, but not to Saudi Arabia. It remains a tightly controlled conservative monarchy, one that uses oil revenues to keep its population from demanding too much change. Still, some see an opening for democratic reforms in Saudi Arabia, as the country's rulers age and as Saudis push for a bigger say in their government. Young Saudi blogger Aya Sehati says women are at the forefront of that change. The gender inequality in Saudi Arabia is just so grave that now it's coming to boil. I mean, it's the women who are protesting and making a lot of noise, more than the men. As a young Saudi woman, what does democratic Saudi Arabia look like to you? My vision for Saudi would be a peaceful and collaborative transformation into a constitutional monarchy. I like having a king or queen as a figurehead because it tempers the damaging short-sightedness that comes with cyclical democratic campaigning, you know, as we see in the United States, for example. People, when they're campaigning in four years or five year cycles, they tend to look at their scorecard according to short term goals rather than seeing some sort of continuity in the long term vision. And I believe that a king can play a role in emulating the soul of the country in terms of the long term. How much influence do you think does the younger generation have, um, you and your peers, in transforming the political system in the kingdom? They have plenty of influence and they recognize it. I do believe that there is a united vision in the youth, generally speaking, in where they would like to see their country. We, We live in a technologically integrated global society. I mean, everybody's a global citizen right now, especially the youth, and they are able to compare the freedoms different governments assure for their populations and are able to examine what preferences they have for their own society. I think Americans just find themselves sort of shocked because we get to talk to people like you and we see people like you on television because they're the ones who speak English. And then we're sort of shocked when people say, no, 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 we want an Islamic society. We don't want America in the Gulf. I understand your question. And I think that our point of view is that we're a proud people and we do not want others to interfere in our domestic affairs unless we specifically ask for help. But also something really important to remember is as Muslims, we do not believe there is a conflict between Islam and democracy. In fact, we believe that Islam is first philosophy that advocated the values of equality, freedom and fraternity. I mean, France uh, with Egalité, uh, Liberté and Fraternité came way later. Now, you mentioned that uh, women are in the forefront of change in Saudi Arabia. How so? Women realize they have more power because in a conservative society like Saudi Arabia, when women are vocal, it is a lot less likely that they are going to suffer consequences the way men would. That would just turn the society upside down if women in scores are being imprisoned. 
But also, there are so many women like me and far more advanced than me who are interested in playing roles in leadership, whether it's in the private sector or in public service. And they are denied, you know, the honor of serving as ambassadors and ministers in Saudi Arabia. This is why I think a lot of women are now uh, being very vocal. I mean, we've seen the protests in one of the universities, an all-women university in Saudi Arabia several months ago. The girls are unapologetic. They're quite ready to see change. Aya Sehati is a businesswoman and writer. Uh, She joined us from New York City. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.